Hello world and welcome back to Real Talk with Rajan when nothing's off limits. You could have been anywhere in the world, but you are here with me and I appreciate that. I am your host, Rajan Lewis. Now, here on Real Talk with Rajan, everything's debatable. So on any given week, we could be discussing anything from sports to music to politics. You name it, we'll discuss it. As I stated, I am your host and thank you for joining me. Um, for those who are new to the show, Real Talk Rajan has a goal of shining a light on the great things that are happening right here in the Low Country and beyond. And today is no different, where we have a very, very special guest. But before I shout her out, let me make sure I shout out my sponsors. Um, if you are looking to start your career in cybersecurity and don't know where to start, you need to go to Cyber Prep U. They have trained IT professionals that can get you started on your way. You want to visit www.cyberprep.com. Sorry, cyberprepu.as.me. And if, if you have any needs for business cards, T-shirts, car decals, magnets, you can find all of those things at Science to See. You want to go to www.sciencetosee.com and they can get you started on getting what you need. But with that being said, Real Talk Rajan has a goal of shining a light on the great things that are happening right here in the Low Country. And today we have a very special young lady with us by the name of Miss Stella Williams. Thank you so much for joining me, Stella. Hi, thanks for having me on. <laughs> What's going on? All right, all right, all right. I'm good, I'm good. And thank you for joining me again. Uh, so for those who, please introduce yourself to the audience for those who do not know you. Um, I am Stella Williams. I'm a theater arts director, theater teacher, um, acting coach, acting actress. Um, I've done some modeling, but that's not my claim to fame. Um, mm -hmm. But yeah, that's pretty much it. Everything acting, all things acting. That's what I do in teaching. So I'm definitely on the education train right now. So okay, so let's talk a little bit about a little a little bit about your background before we get into you know the mm -hmm. the, the modern stuff. Um, so where are you originally okay. from? I am originally from Whiteville, North Carolina. Okay, um, Whiteville. Wavel. So if you're from there, say Wavel. Um, <laughs> but my claim to fame is Charlotte, North Carolina. Um, and I went to Charlotte, um, in 2006, got my bachelor's in theater arts. Um, <clears throat> and I did some military work for a little bit for eight years. I was a human resource officer. So I piggybacked on a lot of administrative stuff and I got bored with it. Mm -hmm. Um, so I was literally working this bomb job and I was just like, I miss acting. So I decided that if I wasn't going to be Holly Berry, I would at least teach it. So then yeah. I decided to move to Charleston to get my master's in teaching performing arts. Um, so now I'm here. <laughs> so Okay. And you teach performing arts where? I teach at Simmons Pickney Middle School and Burke High School. Okay. Right now for, yeah, for right now. So. <laughs> Good stuff. So if you work at Burke, then you must know some of my people. So do you know Anjanae Davis? Of course. AJ, That's my guy. I love AJ is my AJ. guy. So He's shout out to AJ if you're watching. He's the whole truth and nothing but the truth. He exactly. should run for mayor, president, like everything. Absolutely. Trust me. I've, I've been saying this for a very long time. <laughs> Why is he not on the ballot? <laughs> <laughs> so so you teach you teach theater. So do you teach theater? You teach theater at Burke and uh, at Simmons Pinckney? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm, oh, I'm, I'm at both schools. Yeah. They're on the same campus. Yeah. Um. So I teach both middle and high school. Good stuff. Mm -hmm. What do you like about teaching? I love that the students teach me something new every day. Mm. Like every single day I go in and I learn something, uh, whether it's about myself through them or just something new on the street. So they teach mm. me a lot. Um, it keeps me patient. Um, and I, I just love it. I mean, the demographic of kids that I teach, um, they just, I don't know, they, they just warm my heart. So I, I love kids. I love being loved. I love they love on me. I love back on them. So 
Yeah, they. But that's that's the biggest thing. I love that they they always teach me something new. So. Okay. <laughs> oh, good stuff. Okay. Yeah. So 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 you said you got away from acting, but what what was like like so what was like acting like for you? Like what what kind of things did you well, do? Well, I, I I went to school. So when I was in high school, I loved theater. Mm -hmm. um, shout out to Miss Marlowe, my theater arts teacher. Um, and so I wanted to I wanted to go into theater in college, and of course everyone's like, oh, you're never gonna make any money. Why would you do that, stupid child? You know. And so I decided to piggyback off by doing ROTC. Mm -hmm. um, so I did ROTC and I was a um, S1. So that was administrative mm -hmm. type thing. Um, so I did that. I commissioned out. I became a human resource officer. And because I had so much experience um, doing military administrative stuff, I was I could easily get an admin job like that, even with that out the degree. Mm -hmm. So when I got out of college, I just... I just chose whatever gave me the most money, which ah, was okay. the admin yeah. spot. And so I was working, I was a senior administrative assistant for Charleston, no, not Charleston, Charlotte, Charlotte School of Law okay. when they were there. Um, and so I did that. And I was in the military uh, for eight years. Um, I was National Guard. So I did that one week in a month, two weeks out of the year. And I did some mm -hmm. uh, full-time work. Um, that's pretty much it. So I got bored with it. I started, um, how I transitioned out is I, I started working um, with some kids, volunteer work with the Sycamore Project. Um, and that we were doing theater. And I was like, dude, like, I, I know how to act, but teaching people how to act was something totally different. Yeah. Um, and that's what really sparked my interest. Like, I was literally sitting at my computer and I was like, I'm so bored. And I researched programs to teach theater and mm -hmm. the College of Charleston uh, one popped up. So did the interview okay. and here I am. Oh, wow. <laughs> Good stuff. I'm a College of Charleston grad, so I'm a big fan of all things College of Charleston. I'm also a, a grad student at College of Charleston, so oh, okay. I, I love College of Charleston. That's my yeah. that's my spot. Um, so I didn't know. So you were National Guard. So uh -huh. you were at you were S one in in a in National Guard. Mm -hmm. what, what was so, your MOS? Uh, my MOS. Yeah. Forty two B. Okay, well, you're okay. trying to check me. You're trying to okay. check me. Like, no, nah, I'm not trying MOS? to check you. I'm just. <laughs> no, nah, you know, us, so one, I was I was active army, so we uh, we we get we get we we always have to ask what is the MOS. No, nah, I got MOS? you, I got you. Yeah, yeah. I was a forty two B. <laughs> okay, so I went to so when I went to AIT, I, I was a paralegal, so I was twenty seven Delta. Okay, and uh, I went to school with all the seventy one Lemas. What was that? What is that? That used to be. I don't know if it's still the admin one, but it used to be. Oh. It used to be seventy one Lima. But that's enlisted. Okay, so that's enlisted. I, right. I was, okay. 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 Yeah. Got you. Right, but your, so your AIT would have been at what Jackson? Mm -hmm. I did my officer school at Fort Jackson. I did my commission. I commissioned out of Fort Lewis, Washington. I did like what would be equivalent because I did it through college. I didn't yeah. have to go to basic. They broke it up. So right. equivalent to that was um, at in Kentucky, Fort Knox, Fort Knox, Kentucky. Okay, good so, stuff. Yeah, been been a little place, a few places. So are you still, you're not National Guard anymore? Absolutely not. When Donald Trump and Hillary were running for president. <laughs> I decided that was my exit, so I did um, resign my Good contract. Good stuff. So yeah. okay. Good stuff. All right. Cool. 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 So you're teaching. You're teaching acting at Simmons Pinckney and Burke High School. You're no longer in the National Guard. You're out here, and then all hell breaks loose, and <laughs> Maude Arbery gets killed. Rihanna Taylor gets killed. Mm. George Floyd gets killed. First of all, before we even talk about your protest, how are you? uniquely impacted because that's something that i'm really intrigued by as i as i go along and i speak to people is what was their reaction to when they first like what were they feeling as as it as it as it progressed what who 
my well, actors? You. No, for you. For me, like, yeah, like, how are you uniquely impacted? Things? Yes. Um. So for me, like, I I hate watching TV. Like, I absolutely hate watching TV because we all. We all see it during election time. There's a heightened sense of just certain situations that are played out in front of us. Um, so for me, I think it's just more of like, what can I use? How can I use myself to be a voice in, in what's going on? Because it's one thing to like get angry, you know, at the TV. Mm -hmm. um, and that's what I was doing. I was just finding myself getting angry. I was angry at, and I was finding myself crying over people I didn't know. You know, mm. like what? Like, why? Why do I like? I don't know this man, you know, and I think the the George Floyd situation, like really sitting there and watching that man have his knee in that man's neck for eight minutes and 46 seconds. Mm. That is what touched me. And for me, it was just like, dog, like they continuously tell black men consistently in America that they, can we curse on here? S-H-I-T. You grown. They, oh, they ain't shit. <laughs> you know, like, you know, and it's just like, you know, when does, when does it stop? So that for me was like the bigger driving force. You know, mm -hmm. I've seen protests before. I teach my students how to protest. Um, so, but I've never been in any protest, yeah. you know, as far as, as, as real live action things that are going on like that. So yeah. the whole George Ford thing, like that was my, that was my it. And I'm like, dude, I, I want to be out here in these streets. I want to protest. I want to, um, you know, give my talents back. So that's what mm -hmm. I decided to do. Okay. <laughs> Well, thank you for thank you for sharing that. Um, I guess I asked this question before I get to the get to, your, to before I get to your protest. Mm -hmm. Was there something unique to this situation that did that was not present in prior situations um, where people may have experienced racism um, that that may have impacted you? Like, was there something specific about it? Was it the video, or was it the the, the way things were going, you know, across the country after it, the reaction? Like, what what spe specifically spoke to you? Um, I think it was the reaction after, mm. you know, um, we've seen lots of videos of our black man getting killed, you know? Um, so I, I'm not going to say you become numb to it, but mm -hmm. it's just like, a, okay, here we go again. And it's just, every situation keeps getting worse. But I think the reaction for, for me was when I went to the first protest in Charleston, um, I think Charleston uplift sponsored it. Um, mm -hmm. it was downtown. Mm -hmm. And for me, Charleston people don't protest. I was just like, mm, okay, we're going to go to Marion Square. It's going to be about 10, 15 people with their signs. Whoop, whoop. I just wanted to go see what it was, um, yeah. me and my friend Lay. So we got down there. And when I tell you, like, the, the reaction for me was just, like, so emotional and so overwhelming. I was, like, in tears. I was like, look at all these people that are out here who are really like, yo, we're tired of this shit. Like, we want to make a change. And it wasn't black people, mm -hmm. you know? I mean, it was some but the mass majority of it was our, our white, you know, brothers and sisters. Like, mm -hmm. so I thought that was the most beautiful thing. And I think the reaction to it for me is, is the, the bigger part because people are really tired and it's showing like, because everyone in America right now is protesting in some way, shape or form. So. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Mm -hmm. um, so, so, so now let's talk about your protest. You went to Marion Square. You experienced a protest. Did you go to the, the original one? The first, the first one on uh, May 31st, May 30th, or was it the day after? Um, I think it was the, the the first one, the bigger one that was the that had been one. captured with the riot, that riot and the looting that night. That's yeah. I was out there yeah. the whole time. Mm -hmm. All right, so you were there in the morning and in the evening. Mm -hmm. I was there from like two o'clock whenever that protest started until like four o'clock in the morning. Like we watched all the looting. We oh. saw like all of that. Yeah, we were just so yeah, like standby. Oh, good. So now, see, you're actually I think the first person that I've had on the show 
second person that was on the show um that that was actually there for both parts of it the the mm-hmm. the, the we shall overcome peaceful march right and then the ratchetness that came after um Listen. what what and so i guess i have to ask you about i have to ask you about this um uh-huh. what changed um i just think the day and night change i i feel like what happened was we were all protesting. We were going home and like it rained, right? Mm-hmm. It yeah. rained and like our, the peaceful quote unquote, that's what we're going to do. Um, peaceful protesters kind of scattered. I know me and my friend lay, we went and got some food, but we mm-hmm. were still like, yo, what's going on? So when we got back, it literally changed from like day to night. And it was like more hostile people that were like out there. Right. Okay. Me, if you want my real opinion, that was the setup because they, I guess the word was that someone was going to burn down the market or something mm. like that. Okay. So like from Marion square to upper King where like all the rest, the, the clubby spots are, they blocked all of it off. And it was like, they were pushing people up. Mm. Um, but it just came real hostile. It was like, where did these people come from? Like, and to be honest, I don't think it was, it was Charleston people who started the looting because I was sitting there and I heard some people, they were like, Oh, we're tired. And, they were from Columbia. And if you we were walking yeah. down the streets and they were some of the people who were breaking the windows. Like, yeah. you know, yeah. did Charleston people participate? Yes, absolutely. Because when that happens in a, a poor neighborhood, you know, around the way, of course people are going to partake in it. Yeah. But I definitely think all that looting could have been prevented. Charleston County, whoever the police department is over that area, they mm-hmm. could have stopped that. They didn't, there was not one squad car that rode down there, not one police who walked down there or anything to even make people disperse, you mm. know? So I personally feel it was a staged incident and I know acting at its finest. So it was a really big scene that was created for me. And I wish I had my camera out there. The only reason why I don't have footage of it is because my phone died. Like, yeah. Yeah. That's yeah, the I, only reason. I was in Myrtle Beach. Me and my wife were in Myrtle Beach celebrating our anniversary and like, I have to apologize to my wife. I was not there mentally because because mm-hmm. I was so like I was so like con- I was confounded. I don't want right. to I don't want to say confused because I knew it was happening. Right. Um, and I was I don't want to say disappointed, but I definitely was like confounded by just the entire day and everything that happened during that day. Yeah. Um, with that with that being said, after experiencing that, what led? So how did that play into your role? Your, deci- your decision to, to stage a protest of your own? Well, when we were out there, I had students who were out there throwing water bottles at police officers. Mm. You know what I'm saying? And and they didn't, I'm not going to say they didn't know any better, but when that's their their language, F the popo, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? That's what they're going to do. Like when the police look like a threat force to you, they, they, the opportunity presented itself, you know? So me and Leilani, my um, other teacher friend, educator, she was out there. We were pulling our kids back. We're like, are you kidding me right now? Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. So that for me in itself um, made me want to go out and protest more because my students are downtown Charleston. They're in the center of all of this. Um, right, but right. how my thing came up. So my situation wasn't necessarily a protest. So um, I teach theater of the press, which is a concept of theater is called uh, theater of the press. And it's for theater for social and political change. Right. Mm. So it's meant to change ourselves in our communities. OK, um, this is something I studied in grad school. It was my my big bang. Like there this project that I did has been in my head for like six years. <laughs> like okay. this wasn't something that I just like woke up and was like, oh, my God, I want to do it. 
Um, The opportunity for me to do it just presented itself. So what was going on was um, the Confederates, quote unquote, um, or, you know, they wanted the statue to stay up. So they they were having their protest, their two cents. Mm -hmm. So I decided to, you know, I wanted to be like, what if this if this statue represented this for your family, for your heritage, for your history, would you still be out here saying no? We want this man to stay up here and look over all of Charleston and Marion Square. Mm-hmm. Um, so I originally in grad school, um, we were tasked to do an assignment that dealt with like race, racism and stuff since we were in Charleston. Mm-hmm. Um, and I wanted to chain some white boys up and like walk around campus, like, you know, reverse, like, oh, I got me some white boys. And yeah. my professor was just like, mm, no, you're going to lose your job. <laughs> We're all going to lose our jobs, so uh-huh. let's try something different. So we ended up doing a dating game. It was so stupid because I was just like, oh, let's just continue to play games around racism. Okay, let's, you know, so I don't know. So it's just always been in my head, and the opportunity presented itself um, to do it. So it wasn't necessarily a protest. It was um, a form of, like, street theater, more say, more or less. Okay. All right. So it was street theater. Mm-hmm. So, so, so for those who didn't see it, and I'm trying to pull the video up. That's probably why my computer's freezing. Um, <laughs> okay. Could you explain what the what the street theater looked like and what mm-hmm. it represented? Um, so what it was, it was two white men, and they, I put slashes on their back. I, I do special effects makeup a little bit. I'm not like a pro. Um, I put slashes on their backs as if they had gotten whipped, and I had an African American man, black man play a slave owner and a white man woman. She was actually really Hispanic, but she passed for white um, as a as a housemaid, as a houseman, um, house negro. Mm-hmm. Um, and we walked down King Street. They I had the white boys shackled, you know, as if, you know, they were getting sold. Mm-hmm. Um, and in in doing this, I partnered with Justin, SA1. Um, and they kind of took lead as far as yelling in the streets, like, what if this was your history? What if, you know, these were your ancestors? What if your family was raped and beaten and hung? Mm-hmm. Um, you know, would that flag, would that flag still stand? That was one of the things Justin kept continuing saying, would that flag still stand? Would that statue still be up there? Right, um, right. So it was a question and theater of the oppressed poses a question to your audience. So your audience doesn't necessarily know that they're an audience until they realize that they're an audience. So the part of the art is the reaction of the audience in doing this. Okay. Um, so what happened was it was very last minute. I am a the type of person I want everything to be strategically done. I want to have time to act with my actors. I want my actors to understand um, what's really going on. Um, and I kind of pulled back because I'm like, I went back and forth. I'm like, mm, no, do I really want to do this? No, I don't know. I don't, I don't know. Um, mm-hmm. And Justin was like, no, you need to do it because I discussed my idea with Justin. Mm-hmm. Um, I gotta put my charger in. Okay. Yeah, I can hear you. So what I'm gonna do is okay. why you why you because I, I you can charge a little bit. Now it's starting to feed back a little bit. Now it's starting a little bit. So turn your screen, turn your camera down, turn your volume down a little bit. So what I'm gonna do is I'm gonna play a little bit of the video just so they can see. Um, Okay. So they can see what this thing was. So this is a, a clip of um, what it looked like at the protest. Now, I don't think you're going to have the volume, but if you see, they're walking. And Justin's screaming, would you still want the flag up? 
if this was the role, if, if the roles were reversed. And you see them marching, you see them walking. This guy here in the blue is supposed to be an overseer, I'd imagine, or some kind of slave owner. This gentleman right here, this Caucasian gentleman, is supposed to be a slave. What if white people were slaves is pretty much what, what I got out of it. Um, and I watched it for a while. That's not a full um, thing of it. But I watched it for a while, and I was really intrigued with it. I was like, this is really interesting. It's really interesting. Um, yeah. So, um, so what? So, so what? What was the reaction that y'all received? What was the reaction? Okay. So when I, I, um, can you hear me? Okay. I can hear you great. I can hear you great. Okay. When I coached my actors, I told them, "Look, I don't know what's about to happen as far as how people are going to react, but I know that we're going to get a reaction, right?" Mm -hmm. Um. So. Them took lead. I mean, I was advised. I was OG in the video. I'm not even gonna lie. Can you hear me? I hear you great. I hear you great. Oh, okay. It's kind of freezing on your end, but um, mm -hmm. so I told OGs in the community before I did this, and they were like, "Yeah, I think it's a great." Idea. Um, so I told I told my actors, I don't know what's gonna happen. I was I was just advised to stay in the back because I was gonna be an actor. I'm acting it, you know, last last minute, and mm -hmm. I was like, no. We need you. You're too smart. You stay in the back. Like you, you stay in the back because originally I wasn't even gonna let people know that I was right. And so just with it, so we walked around um, into Marion Square where the um, Confederates were having their um, their protests. Um, and the whole reason for them, it was for them to see it so that they can be like, oh wow, like what if this was our history you know like it was supposed to pose a question to however we went around um and there were other people who were leading the protest who didn't know about it justin had to already talk to them and kind of mm -hmm. you know told them this is what was going to happen whatever so we got to the protest um and i knew like the response from black people blew my mind like they were mm -hmm. ready to fight like square up Fight. They knocked um, last the one my house girl. She had a tray in her hand because she was serving the master water. Um, she they knocked the glass tray like out of her hand. Wow! And um, they were just like, "Y'all are are you kidding me right now?" Like you know. So when we just walked up, people took it way out of place. Like it was kind of like I felt like people were thinking like. These white boys were like, no, we feel your pain. We understand. Like, and that's not what it was, you mm -hmm. know? And so um, I was blown. Like, when I tell you my mind was blown, I was like, oh, my God. Like, we are really about to fight and fight. But my actors did not flinch. They did not move. They stuck to their um, their characterization. And they just they just took all these people who were not on like, that was the most violent part of it was mm -hmm. approaching um the protesters the um who were out there and they had every right to feel what they wanted to feel that's the mm -hmm. whole so we weren't mad it was just okay get it now we see what this reaction is about to be so we pretty much like shunned us from that area like you know what i'm mean? saying had, mm -hmm. i have people who call me stupid a stupid ass educator on wow. live they like zoomed in on me yeah they were just like why choose educating your children you know these these are the people who say they care about your black 
here, this is what they're out here doing and da 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 da. So that's neither here nor there. People still are entitled to their opinions. Mm-hmm. But we walked down um, King Street and that is when the match happened. Like we when we walked down King Street, people were coming out of the restaurants. Like, um, you know that you remember that mannequin challenge that people were doing and like people would like pause and, yeah, like, have, like, yeah. Video. yeah. Um, that is exactly what the streets of Charleston look like from King Street all the way down to the market. So we walked all the way down King Street, I think maybe to spring or it kind of stopped with like with that U-Haul on the corner. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we turned around and we walked on the opposite end. And when I tell you people were standstill, like with their phones, like coming out of restaurants, like you look in the restaurant and every single head was into the window, like mm-hmm. watching like what happened or what was really going on. Um, I think, I mean, there are a couple cars who almost wrecked <laughs> because they were wow. turning their necks like, to wow. see like what was going on. Um, so then we, we marched, well, not marched, but we walked back up. And mind you, my boys, they're in shackles the whole time while they're walking. And Justin and are on the bullhorn and they're posing the question. This was your What if this, what, what if this is what did your flag represented? You know, what if your family was hung? What if your family was beat? Like, you know, what if your history was washed away and, and mm. told that you, you started here? So they did a good job. That. Like I said, all I did was stay back, walk behind everybody and just watch the reactions. So we got to the market. We walked all the way down to the market and we stood on top of the Confederate, um, Daughters of the Confederate, that um, little building um so we stood up there you know people were coming up to us and they were just like wow like are you, this is amazing like you know and then we went back down um to down the market and we still they still posed the same questions and that's when the confrontation started happening people started yelling stuff so Wiz and a, a, a white man they were going back and across the street you know um and still people were kind of like really really standstill about the whole situation so um, I think the response was beautiful. Like I, I absolutely love the response. Um, and it made people think. Like you had little kids walking with their mom and dads. Like, yo, what is that? Like, parents mm-hmm. are gonna have to answer for that at dinner, you know? Or for that kid, it's like, mom, what? Why was that white man walking with those whips on his back? Like, what? Mm-hmm. What did that mean? You know? So the whole point was to pose a conversation, was to to ask these questions. So. Yeah, that's that's how it was. And we walked probably for about two, maybe two or three hours we were out there. Um, because my initially was just to stand there, so you know, like kind of like the corner of Marion Square, but because we were like shunned out of that area, mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, we just decided to walk with it. Wow. So yeah. And this was it the was day of the um the pro Calhoun protest. Yeah. You, you hmm. said, was it at the Calhoun? The Calhoun that was the protest? day, the day of the um, pro-Calhoun ca- protest. Um, pro-ca- mm-hmm. Wow. Wow. Yep. So yep. after you, now, why. now you've so had time to think back on it. Um, how do you feel about it now? How do you feel about it now? Uh, I got other stuff ticking now. <laughs> um, I, I saw... I think the only thing is, I just... I The context was taken long way at first and that's why i felt the need to explain what theater of the oppressed was because the people who were kind of like yelling at us they were just like oh don't watch them. don't watch them we don't need street theater we don't need street theater we don't need theatrics and it's like 
dude, protesting is a form of theatrical street work. Like, mm -hmm. are you kidding me? Like, please let me flip this book and educate you on what I've been doing for the last six years. Um, so for me, I think because it was the first time doing something like that, maybe I should have been, did a little better with like explaining, like, you know, consider the press. But then again, I was like, heck no, I'm not explaining anything. It's art and it's supposed to bring an emotion. It's supposed to make you angry. It's supposed to make you sad and happy. You know, I have black people walking up like, yeah, what if they were slaves, you know? And you, there was white people that were like, yup, this is wrong. Yup, what if we were slaves? Like, you know, um, I would have done anything different. Um, I, it's fueled me to do something else. I have another project that's coming up within the next couple of weeks. And then after that, I have another project that's coming up. So, so, so more, so more, so more like protest theater. Mm -hmm. Yep, very much so. Um, very, um, not more so theatrical, more street work. Um, just us on the street posing questions and a visual because not all people learn. like you know we've been like yelling in bullhorns for a long time now, you know. So I just want to uh, change up the visual aspect of it, um, and that's what with the art. Um, and my the oh, actually. I work part-time in a hotel and, you know, people come in, they ask me, they're like, what's going on with the protest down here? And I'll be like, yeah, we, we got some crazy stuff going on. Um, and then somebody showed me a picture in this conversation. I was like, oh my God, I did that. Like, you know, it's like too, too <laughs> And they were like, what? And it was like viral. Like they showed this post and this one post had it and it had like 60,000 views on it, yeah. you know, but the context was taken wrong because it was like white guys and their guilt or something. That was like the, the title of it because it was just a video they had posted. And I was like, still, negative press is still press. So it's still getting out there. Um, and I've gotten a lot of hits from people like, hey, like they are busy on my night. Like, like share, 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 like. And it's creating like a lot of dialogue underneath it, just a lot of conversation. Um, so yeah, I just, I'm just going to do with it. Um, I've been thinking it really touched a lot of people, you know? Um, so I have another one coming. I mean, I don't even mind sharing because, um, my next project is going to be, um, school to prison pipeline. Mm. I'm gonna, um, show. And then after that, I'm thinking about a sex trafficking piece. Wow. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> and my, the, the only hardest thing I will say is finding actors who can separate themselves from that. You know what I'm saying? Like, um, just, you know, I had to talk with my, with my, I had a, a conversation with one of my actors and he was getting death threats, you know, um, from it. Um, and we talked about it, you know, I asked him, you know, you need to, you know, go to the police department and you know, he was cool with it. Um, and it was all good, but that's the stuff that comes out of this. So you really have to find actors who are for the cause of the movement, for educating, um, and not just actors just want to put something on their resume. So that's the hard part. All those people, um, the people who were involved were my friends or friends of Justin. He knew. Mm -hmm. um, and after I talked to them, they were down for it. So, wow. but um, I'm about to do more stuff with our students. So. With with Burke students or with, with students with from College Charleston? Um, I don't Burke students because I don't I don't want to I don't want to do anything in the name of school. But it's students that I've taught. Um, that have graduated. Have graduated. Yeah. Makes sense. Yeah, 
I, I don't ever claim Bert in anything that I do. Um, only because school district has their own yes. you know, guidelines and policies yes. and stuff like that. So it just happens to be kids that go to Bert with me um, outside of school. Okay. Cool. Yeah. Cool. Cool. Okay. Cool. Cool. Well, I love that. Um, <laughs> well, I love that. Um, with the funny thing about like thing. art and like how how you know just the idea of doing something you know like like you said like uh you felt the need to tell them you know like to to, to explain yourself and the truth is that art is supposed to explain itself you know what I mean like like if if as an artist like like you don't there's a reason that that artists don't do a whole lot of like rap rap genius stuff where they like explain their song lyrics because like you as the 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 viewer or the the person who's taking in the art really are the person that gives the art its meaning which is crazy um it's but it's it's it's, it's difficult when you're doing a piece as intricate as what you were trying to do so i want to thank you for even doing that like like encourage you for for your, your willingness to take that to take that risk on behalf of spreading that message in a way that is very unconventional that's what really stood out to me was the fact that you you took an unconventional route to do a very very needed and very important thing so thank you mm -hmm. for doing that yeah, no problem. I mean, I'm just I'm just grateful the opportunity presented itself because like I said, I've talked to people before. Like there's other things that I wanted to do. I remember one time there was like Confederate flags that were like popping up in Charleston, like on like it was when I first moved here. Like it was something weird. And I was just like, how would people feel if they just saw white bodies hanging from trees, like, you know, in the middle of the day? Like, and you know, I used to talk to my principal about this stuff and he would be like, Miss Williams now like you know he would always kind of like check me on on like my real elaborate ideas but yeah. um i just think and it's probably just because nothing was really going on there wasn't any focus or chatter in the city about anything people were just peaceful going about their their time but right. just the opportunities are really presenting itself so i was just like yeah let's do it and so i mean i think justin too for one because justin kept pushing me because i was just like no justin uh, i don't know justin like i and Justin was like no we're doing it. The idea is great. Like it's gonna, it's gonna be meaningful. It's gonna be impactful. So yeah, shout out to Justin, even though he be getting on my nerves. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know? I, I, I know, but I know he... this Justin. <laughs> yeah, it's he, a shout out to um, Justin. Justin Hunt, stand as one, right? All day, stand as one, definitely. Um, so the only thing I felt the need to explain was my credentialing. Like when that mm. girl called me a dumbass teacher a dumbass educator. I was oh, like, wow. first of all, little girl, don't ever in your life come for me because yes. my credentials are lit. Like, yeah. so that was the only thing. And I hate that. You know, I hate the fact that I have to be like, choo, 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 here's all my cards. Like, um, but that, that I think that was the only thing um, that kind of, it kind of ruffled my feathers a little bit. But like I said, people are entitled to their opinions. Mm -hmm. But when you're publicly doing that to someone and you don't have your facts straight, yeah, then that's, that's the problem. You know? Absolutely. Agreed. Um, Agreed. I, we yeah, have a but we have a mm -hmm. comment. Let me let me get to your com comments. Oh. Uh, Ryan Claymore says, uh, exp explanations do help save a group of people from arguing over its meaning. I, I agree. But again, that's, art. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. But I decided to post it. So that happened, like that protest happened maybe like on Sunday, Sunday. Um, mm -hmm. I didn't post about it until Thursday. And I only felt the need, I only posted it on my page because I explained what Theater of the Press was and I yeah. explained the project. That is the only explanation people are going to get from me from here on out. Yeah, I, <laughs> so I understand. that's it. I love it. I love it. Um, yep. So let's talk about other things you got going on. So I know you said you have a couple other protests coming up, which I'm really excited about, about hearing about. And once you get them rolling, like, feel free to come back on and talk about those for sure. Because I think awesome. I think that it like 
I always tell people once you come a real talk with John, once you're you're a a, a family member of the show, like come on, <laughs> just let me know. Hey, Rajan, you need to come on, and we set it up. It's nothing. But I want to talk about the other things you got going on as well because you have a podcast that you were telling me about called mm -hmm. We Got Time. Tell us about we that. We Got Time. Um, so We Got Time is a podcast by your two favorite homegirls, Netta and Stella. And we talk about everything. Uh, real, we're um, childhood besties. Uh, we reunited um, like 15 years later. Um, and we started a podcast. So we talk about real life stuff, real talk. We're funny as hell so you definitely have to go check it out right. um so we get funny and then we also have some seriousness things some serious things that we talk about too we bring people on we talk about you know uh therapy like going to therapy as a black woman um you know we talk about dating cuffing season um mm. you know those are just things that we talked about beforehand i mean we do have a couple episodes that are in the vault right now um regarding black lives matter um and stuff like that so yeah we're just a real talk podcast so i love once it you start listening to us where you guys are gonna be like oh my god they're so funny so and where can they find it everywhere uh we have a page at we got time podcast on instagram we're on itunes uh, soundcloud spotify um netta does a really good job making sure we're out there so word well um, I, I, yeah. I i'm gonna check it out and i'll <laughs> let you know i'll let you know what i think for sure, for sure. Cause I love hey, podcasts. I want good feedback, like real feedback. Like oh, that's all I give is all I give is real feedback. <laughs> <laughs> all I give is real feedback. I promise you. Um, that's great. So, anything else that you want to put out there? Um, no. Um, as far as anything that I'm doing, as far as street art and theater, if anyone ever has an idea, I'm like totally open to uh, working with anybody, any organization. Um, I'm a solo artist out here in these streets. I don't belong to anybody. Um, so I'm all about, you know, spreading messages, you know, um, and I don't do work that's pretty, you know, mm, I, mm. I like to do, um, work that really causes change. Um, so I'm in need of really dope actors who want change as well and who don't mind going out here and educating the people in a different way. Mm. So yeah, that's pretty much, that's it. So just catch me on a street corner near you. Um, you know, give me a, a couple weeks to, to get everything straight. I'm, I'm in the process of moving. Um, just got family stuff going on right now. So, um, but we're, we're getting back out there. I'm also with SA1. Um, so I'm doing work with them as well. So um, anything that I'm doing, they'll, they'll probably be backing me on research. So, and just know people, anything that I do is always backed by research. Like, period. Okay. So yeah, I it's not that. something that we're just out here willy nilly. Like any student that's involved with anything that I have, we have, um, we have research. Like I did a movie with my kids with doing theater of the press. Like there's just so much that falls under the theater of the press. I teach this to my students. Like I teach mm. them how to protest. I teach them how to go out here and ask for things and or demand things that are theirs. Um, so yeah, just just be on the lookout, everybody. <laughs> for sure. Are you doing any stage? Do you do you do stage plays or anything like that? Or? Mm -hmm. um, well, I've acted in stage plays around here with art forms and theater concepts. So I've been oh. in. Um, Piccolo Spoleto, I've done that. I've done a, a play. The first play I did down here was with Rikaira Williams, mm -hmm. uh, Pillow Talk 2. So I was in that. Um, and I do direct, I write, and I direct. Um, I I wrote two plays for my school, my students. Uh, we redid The Grinch. <laughs> so The Grinch lived in Back to Green. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, we did Jam's Christmas Carol. So it was a remix of The uh, Scrooge, pretty much. Um, so I rewrite things to them. And before COVID came along, we were going to do Romeo and Juliet and The Wiz. But mm. unfortunately, here we are not in school. 
Um, so I do that. I did a short film with my high school students. It's, a, it's an impressive piece. And the, the question is, you know, would schools be safer if teachers had guns? Um, so no. how that pro that's another project in itself. So you probably have to get me on for that one, too. I would love to. That movie is finished. It's finished. I just I'm waiting to release it because I want to give my students a red carpet vibe, you know, like a movie release. Um, and unfortunately, we just can't do that right now with all the constraints um, that they have with COVID. So they're probably I know they're mad at me because <laughs> they want to see it. But I'm so scared to share it with them because I don't want them to share it to the world without that, you know, that context being explained. Um, so, yeah, I got a lot of stuff, man. <laughs> Word. Well, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Um, if they want to follow you on social media, where can they find you? Um, Instagram at Stella underscore Williams 21. Um, and Facebook, I'm here on Facebook as Stella Williams. Um, I don't, I have a Twitter, but I don't use it. I think I have like two tweets. So yeah, just that. Yeah, I'm still <laughs> and at We Got Time Podcast, of course. So of course, of course. Mm -hmm. So y'all got to go check out We Got Time Podcast. It's everywhere you can find podcasts like Real mm -hmm. Talk with Rajon. Um, yeah. <laughs> make, sure, make sure you uh, get out there and check it out and give her, like she said, honest feedback. Us podcasters need to know when we're doing the right thing and when we're not. That's important. Right. That's definitely <laughs> important because there's so much content out there. There's so much content that, you know, the, the way, you know, the only way we get better is if you tell us what we're, you know, what, what, what we're doing, what we're doing well and what we're not. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, any parting thoughts before we close? No, I mean, hey, Black Lives Matter. Um, I love it. Let's don't stop Charleston. Um, I'm down here back home right now. And uh, my sister-in-law was just like, yo, like Charleston is the only city that I see right now that's really going, still going at it, you know, as mm. far as this, because, you know, we like to start something and then we like to pull back and stop. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, those who are out here protesting, you know, keep doing your thing. And I want people to realize that not everybody's meant to protest, that people have different parts in this fight, you know, so don't down someone else for how they're choosing to educate the rest of the world. So that's I it. I love that. I love that. <laughs> Thank you so much for that. Thank you for sharing that. That's a very, very good point. Um, shoot. With that being said, um, I guess I will do my closing. Stay on. I want to. I want to talk to you when we get off. So just okay. don't go anywhere. All right. All right. All right. All right. Let's start my exit. Oh. Okay. Thank you, everybody, for watching this week. I'm sorry for the pause just now. Y'all know normally I have it right on. Um, reminder that the Local Celebrity Spotlight shines every Wednesday night and sometimes on Tuesdays at 7 p.m. where I interview my local celebrities and unsung heroes. Tomorrow night, I will be inter interviewing Ms. Sharika Myers, the founder of Every One Voice Matters. Join us as we discuss how she is serving the community through her role uh through her, through her organization, as well as through the Lil Herbie series, which is something that I'm really excited about hearing about. I believe it has to do with teaching children things, so I'm really excited about that, so tune in for that. Um, also, this and all my shows, in addition to the Carter Cranelco series, is now available for your listening pleasure via Apple, Google, Spotify, and any place you can find podcasts. You can also find it on my website, www.realtalkwithrajan.com. If you'd like to be made aware of when it goes live, when I go live, because sometimes it is unscheduled, please be sure to click the follow or subscribe tab on the page and turn on the notifications so that you'll know when something new is posted to the page. In the meantime, follow me on social media to stay up to date on what's happening with Real Talk with Rajan. Go anywhere, type in Real Talk Rajan, and I will pop up. Feel free to leave comments, questions, whatever else you'd like to say in the comment section or the message section. 
I love getting your messages and reading your feedback, even if it's negative. Why? Because I do not seek to be told how great I am, but I seek to become as great as I can possibly be. And that only happens with honest feedback. If you loved it, and I'm pretty sure you did, please leave a five-star rating on the podcast or leave a review on my Facebook or YouTube channel. I am currently accepting invitations and speaking engagements and event hosting opportunities. If you would like for me to speak at or host your event, you can request me via my website. That's www.realtalkrajan.com. If you are interested in coming on the show, please go to my website and fill out the form, and I'll be glad to schedule you to come on. You don't have to be doing anything really special. I just want to know what you're doing so I can put it out in these here streets and y'all can know what's going on. In closing, always remember that God is everything, everything, and without him, we are nothing. So never forget where your help comes from. And if a man doesn't stand for something, he's bound to fall for anything. Now that is real talk. I will see y'all tomorrow night. Peace.